Welcome back, freedom lovers. When we last left our heroes, they were flying back through time to July 4th, 1776. Back to when the Founding Fathers should have signed the Declaration of Independence, which should have led to the beginning of the United States of America. But thanks to the Baron Von Brain's evil time machine, 1943 America is now under the cruel thumb of the Nazi Empire. Can our heroes save America in time? I need a latte, and in 1776, my chances aren't very good. Well, you're in luck. Now that we're in 1776, let's go to Little Luxembourg. You see, latte coffees were invented in Luxembourg. Oh, that sounds perfect for me. A latte might settle my stomach. I feel so woozy. You don't look well, Captain Fearless. You can barely stand up. I know, I know. But it's not what you think. It's not due to any old silly fear of flying. I always get like this when my feet don't touch the ground. We should hurry along, Lincoln. Captain Fearless's uniform seems to be attracting a lot of attention. Uh-oh, I don't like the sounds of that. Come on, Captain Fearless, you better fly us out of here. I can't, Candor. I'm so airsick. You'll have to fight that angry mob without me to help. And make it fast. Fight that quickly growing mob by myself? I'm only one Luxembourger. Luxembourger, did you say? You're Luxembourgian? I am. My name is Kando Mertert. What an astounding coincidence. My last name is Mertert, too. Fergus Mertert is my name. Fergus Mertert? Do you think you're related? No! Bird brain. 1776 Philadelphia was crawling with dozens of Fergus murders. I did not know that. Of course, they're related. Sarcasm is wasted on the stupid. I need a latte. A latte, did you say? It just so happens I own a latte stand only two blocks from here, on the corner of Star and Box Avenues. Come. Now you're talking. I serve the finest latte in all the 13 colonies. Maggie, my dear wife, three of our finest and most expensive lattes for our friends here. Here we are, three lattes. Would you be wanting sprinkles of grog on top of your drinks? Yes, sprinkles of grog for me. My, that is quite good. But I'm not up to my usual super strength. Sit and rest, Captain Fearless. Captain, is it? Well, I guess seafaring folks such as yourself would explain your unusual garb. Why, yes. We've been at sea for four months and have just docked. Oh, me and Maggie would be honored to have a latte with you. This calls for a toast. What shall we drink to? How about we drink to the Continental Congress? Good idea. To the success of the Congress. And there'll be needing success from what I've heard. Why? What have you heard? Oh, it's the talk of all Philadelphia. Two new delegates have arrived from Nazi land, a newly formed 14th colony, wherever that is. Nazi land? There is a new colony called Nazi land. Yes, apparently two new delegates seem determined to disrupt the entire proceedings. These two delegates, what do they look like? 
Very odd folk. One spins in circles a lot. That is when he's not trying to chisel people out of their money. Chisel people? And the other one wears an eyeglass in his right eye. A monocle, he calls it. Speaks funny too, like he's a Hishin or something. Oh, and he goose steps wherever he goes. A person who chisels people and someone who goose steps. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I think so, Kando. But I already know how to goose step. <laughs> no, bird brain. The new delegates are Baron Von Brains and the Chiseler. That's right, Captain Fearless. They're here, posing as delegates. They're trying to stop the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Great Scott! There's not a moment to lose. We must hurry to Liberty Hall and apprehend them quick. There's no time to lose. You must fly us to Liberty Hall without delay. You mean, up in the air fly? <sighs> you seafaring folk are so silly. If you need to go to Liberty Hall, just walk down that street for about two blocks. Of course. Remember, I told you that Little Luxembourg was near Liberty Hall. Let's run. You run, Kando. And you fly, Lincoln. I can only manage a wobbly stroll, but I'll catch up. All right, Captain Fearless. Come as quick as you can. Thank you. Newfound friends. The lattes were delicious. Ah, yes. Just what I needed. Then you wouldn't mind paying for them. Five shillings for the five lattes, please. Five? We had three. One apiece. And are you too cheap to pay for our lattes too? Is that it? It's only fair that we pay for their drinks too, Kando. After all, Fergus did save us from the angry mob. But I don't have any shillings with me. Lincoln, do you have any money with you? All I got in my pouch is a... Hmm. Youth jawbreaker and a win with Wilkie button. We can't just leave without paying. I guess I'll have to stay behind and wash dishes. Kando, you and Lincoln get to Liberty Hall right away and try to stall the delegates and look out for Hessians. Remember, Reuben said that Hessian troops arrested the delegates. All right, Captain Fearless. You're too woozy to be of much help fighting off Hessians anyway. We'll do the best we can. But do get better. We'll need you there as soon as you can. Come on, Kando. Let's go. I've got an idea that might buy us some time until Captain Fearless can join us. As Captain Fearless struggles to wash latte glasses, his sidekicks race to Liberty Hall. But, unbeknownst to them, the delegates at Liberty Hall have been dealing with the two new delegates from the supposedly 14th colony of Nazi-land. I wish all the other delegates would wake up. I don't know why they're all snoring. We know, don't we, Chiseler? I put sleeping powder in everyone's latte so nobody could vote for independence. The only ones still awake are John Hancock, Benjamin Franklin, and Thomas Jefferson. They all drink tea, the dumb coughs. Order! Order! The delegate from Naziland still has the floor. But John Hancock, we're still not sure there's even a colony called Naziland. How can you be sure there isn't a colony called Naziland, Ben Franklin? You dim-witted guy who flies kites in the rain? Me and my fellow delegate, the Chiseler, uh, Benedict Chiseler, came all the way from Naziland to add our patriotic voices to this Congress, and this is the thanks we get? Yeah, what he said. I told you to keep your mouth shut, Chiseler. Leave that talking to me. Go back to your cheating at poker with Thomas Jefferson. Oh, all right. Hey, Jefferson, I got us a new game to play. 
I hope it's better than your last game. No, it is, it is. <laughs> Nothing can interfere with my plans for Nazi global domination now. John Hancock, I think the time for talk has ended. I move that we now vote against signing the so-called Declaration of Independence. Does anyone second the delegate from Nazi land's motion? Is there no second to the motion? Chisela! Chisela! I'm busy. I'll be with you in a second. Hear that? Chisela said a second. Get on with my motion. We have a motion on the floor to not sign the Declaration of Independence. Is there any discussion? I'd certainly like to discuss the motion. Go ahead, Ben. But first, have a sip of this nice warm latte. Why, thank you. My throat is a bit parched. Very nice. Now, John Hancock, the colonies should be free for the following reasons. One. Good. The sleeping powder in the latte has sent Franklin to dreamland. I think Mr. Franklin is all talked out of this subject. So it would seem. Well, seeing that there is no further discussion, I guess we must vote. I vote aye. Thomas Jefferson, how say your vote? Well, I... Oh, of all the rotten luck, Tom. You're not allowed to vote if you got a queen and a seven in your hand. What kind of rule is that? Hey, them's the rules. I didn't make them up, you know. Dang! I'll never get these rules right. Sorry, John Hancock, I have to abstain from voting. With Jefferson's vote negated, we will win 2-1. Oh, goody, nothing can stop my plans for Nazi global domination now. Nothing! Oh, no. All seems hopeless. But wait, in the nick of time, a shrill voice from the back of the hall yells out... Ah! Not so fast! Not so fast! What's this? Who are you? It is us, the delegates from the newly formed 15th colony of... Oh, Lincoln, I forgot the name of our made-up colony. We're delegates from the 15th colony of Never Neverland. Oh, give me a break. Where in the name of Bratwurst is this Never Neverland? The second star on the right, and straight on till morning from Nazi-land. And just why did you come up with that ridiculous name? Because we never, never, won't not never be in favor of freedom. Wow, a quintuple negative. We are very dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal and that they have the inalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Hey, catchy phrase. Inalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the colony of Never Neverland casts our votes for the Declaration of Independence. Curses! That makes the vote 3-2! We lose! I hate losing! What do we do now, Baron? What we Nazis do best. Cheat! It's time for Plan B. Hessians! Come and see here, and grab the Americana delegates. Mach schnell! Holy bamboozle. There must be a hundred Hessian troops coming in here, all armed to the teeth. And all their muskets are all pointed at those so-called never-neverlanders, Kondo and Lincoln. And look, Ben Franklin is waking up. What's happening? 
Are we independent yet? Yes and no. Yes, you voted for freedom. But no, I'm taking it away. Soldiers, take these infuriating patriots away to prison. You have old mind, Baron. Now listen, you silly rebels. Don't get any big ideas. We Hessians have guns, and you have none. And we have you outnumbered 100 to 5. <laughs> Wake up the other delegates and take them away as well. Boy, oh boy. This has worked out swell for me. Look at all the money and land deeds I chiseled out of the delegates. Why, I got me enough dough here to buy me a solid gold four-horse carriage and, uh... A one-way ticket to Alcatraz. A one-way ticket to... Wait a minute. A one-way ticket to Alcatraz? Where have I heard that before? Who said that? Who said that? It is I, Captain Fearless, defender of the weak and friend of the friendless. Captain Fearless, you're here. But how did you get away from washing all those latte glasses? I could feel my fearless strength returning. So when Fergus gave me a 15-minute latte break, I saw my chance to save the world. Captain Fearless, you've interfered with my evil plans for the last time. Hessians, fire your muskets! Destroy this caked costume idiot! Yarvor! All right, guys, you heard the evil genius. Let's go fight. Good heavens! There are so many of them! We're doomed! Don't give up the ship so soon, Mr. Franklin. Kando! Lincoln! Let's show these Hessians what fighting for liberty means! With pleasure! The Hessians rush our heroes, but even though Captain Fearless's powers haven't fully returned, he is more than ready for them. Take that! And that! Oh, my golly! But that costume character hurts me a little there. Lucky for you, my powers are not as strong as before, or else I'd hurt you a lot. You're probably not strong enough to resist my sword. Take that! Voss is lost. The Luxemburger parried my thrust. I most certainly did, Hessian bad guy. Prepare for the sword fight of your life. On guard! Oh, you got me right in the seat of my pants. Well, that costume person might have strength, and the Luxembourger may have a sword, but they don't scare me. Line up, men! On mine command! Ready! And aim! Oh! Who bit me? Just that little old parrot. Me. Got in Himmel! They got a talking parrot who bites real hard. That does it. Hessians, flee! And now it's the three of us against the two of you. The odds are in our favor. Will you surrender? Blast! Looks like we're kaput, Chiseler. Oh, no, we're not. You forgot my chiseling power. Captain Fearless doesn't look as strong as he was when we first tangled. Prepare to meet your doom, Captain Numbskull. That's Captain Fearless, silly villain. After I'm done with you, you'll be Captain Sandpile. Spinning swiftly like a frenzied toy top, the chisel works Ow! It doesn't tickle this time. My powers are not fully restored. It hurts. Hold on, Captain Fearless. You have to hold on. I'll bite the chiseler on his neck. That'll slow him down. Lincoln flies over to the chiseler and attempts to bite the arch foe. I can't get a grip on him. Ow! He's whirling so fast. I can't get in a proper punch. I'll try and stab him with my sword. Oh no! 
my sword broke on his whirling body. Well, that's more like it. The bad guys are winning at last. This victory is mine. All mine. After I'm done with Captain Dunderhead, I'll take your time machine with me. Steal my time machine? Why, you, you chiseler? That's my name. Don't wear it out. And now, to put the final touches on Captain Fearless. Oh, the pain. If only I could get away, even for a few seconds. I know my strength would be turbulent. Not a chance, Captain Blunder. This time, it's curtains for you. Can this be the end of America's most illustrious superhero? All looks lost. Until a piercing voice is heard right in the chiseler's ear. Hey, Mr. Big Shot, what do you think you're doing with our employee? What? We've got a whole bunch of latte glasses that need washing, and his latte break ended three minutes ago. What? Who the heck are you two? We're the Murtots, and you're trying to hurt our employee. Leave me alone. I'm busy. Hey, don't don't pull my ear. That hurts. Ow! 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 Let go! That hurts. Ah, Captain Birdwing, now's your chance to save America. I can feel my strength coming back. Just a little more time. Let go of my ear. Do you want to wash dirty latte glasses? Maybe then I'll let you go. Ow! Sure, sure, anything you say. I'll wash glasses. Just let go of my ear. Ow! All right, I've let go. Now, Mr. Spin-Like-A-Top, march yourself to our latte shop. Ah, oh, wonderful. My ear doesn't hurt anymore. Whew. March to your shop, you say? I say, no way. But you promised. You, you chiseler. And now, back to chiseling to dust, America's greatest superhero. I think not, chiseler. Good night, nurse. Captain Fearless has got his powers back. And now it's time to fight. Take that. And that. Attaboy, Captain <laughs> Fearless. Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> Costumes, man, is delivering the daylights out of the noble delegate from Nottingham. That noble delegate tried to arrest us and have us lose our independence. Hit him over here, costume man. I'll hold him up for you. Costume man, one more punch should do it. Here it comes. Oh, yeah, Thomas Jefferson, you were right. One more punch did it. You did it! The chiseler is out like a light! And we have the Baron all tied up. The threat to American independence is over. And we have my great-great-great-great-grandparents, uh, I mean, the Luxembourgers, Fergus and Maggie, to thank for it. Luxembourgers have always meddled in our despicable plans. Curse them! I should have gone back and wiped out Luxembourg first. You'll never get that chance again, Baron. There. I've burned out your time machine. The freedom-loving Principality of Luxembourg is safe. You dumb cough! You burned out my time machine! Now how can we all get back to 1943? Oh yeah, there's that. I think with your fearless hearing, you can still detect the leftover vibrations from the time machine and get us all back. You mean I have to fly all of us back? Even the Baron and the Chiseler? Yes, they're too dangerous to leave back in 1776. Yes, I suppose you're right. Well, there's no time like the present to get us back to the present. Gather around, everybody. Ready? 
Then it's time to fly. Not so fast, Flyboy. We still have a whole lot of latte glasses that have to get washed. But we have to get back to the future. Future Smoocha, you still have to wash our dirty latte glasses. Oh no, I can't skip out on my obligation. That would be un-American. But the vibrational trail will dissipate by then. We'll be stuck in the past. Just a second. Thomas Jefferson, you liked my life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness line, right? Indeed, I did. Catchy. To the point. Had a nice beat. Suppose I sell that line to you for five shillings. That would pay our latte bill. Six shillings. You forgot the generous gratuity. Six shillings, then. What do you say to that? You got yourself a deal. It'll be a nice tagline to the declaration. Here are six shillings. And here you are, Fergus. Are we good now? We are. Goodbye, all. If you're ever back in 1776, come and see us. But bring money this time. Goodbye, Fergus and Maggie Murtert. You're both swell ancestors. Uh, people. Goodbye, Kando. What a lovely name. Kando. Maybe we'll tell our relatives in the old country to name their children Kando. It has a nice ring to it. So that's how I got the name Kando. I always wondered about that. Kando isn't really a Luxembourgian name, you know. With that, Captain Fearless leaps into the air, carrying Kando, Lincoln, and the evil duo of the Baron and Chisel, and swiftly flies forward in time, following the vibratory beam. Don't look down. Don't look down. Oops. Well, I dropped Kando and Lincoln back in Harmony Cove. And now, here at Alcatraz Prison, it's time to put the kibosh on those two villains. Ah, here comes George, the prison guard. Here's the Baron and the Chiseler. Be sure to lock them up. Maybe put both of them in the Chiseler's chisel-proof cell. You know, I will. Glad you're back, Baron. I missed you. Aw, I missed you too, George. Oh, by the way, your tie is just a bit crooked. Let me straighten it for you. There you are. With the villain safely behind bars, Captain Fearless leaves Alcatraz prison for Harmony Cove. He changes back into meek, mild-mannered Joe Buckley. Gosh, the last time I saw Mr. Cross, he wore lederhosen and was drinking that terrible Blitzkrieg cocoa. I sure hope everything is returned to normal. Ah, there you are. I've been on this counter for way too long. I've had to sell stamps, smile, and be nice to customers. Oh, gosh, Mr. Cross. Sorry I'm late. I'll take care of the next customer. Look, someone's coming. Oh, hello, Joe. Veronica Vanderloop. Gosh, it's good to see you. Gosh, what can I do to you, or for you? I'm back from Ella's birthday party, and I was hoping her present from her father arrived by now. Has it, Mr. Cross? How would I know? I haven't left this counter since you've been gone. Well, I'll go look. Maybe the afternoon truck came while I was gone. Hey, look here. Hidden right under all those discarded firehouse cocoa cans. A package from England. Addressed to Miss Ella Vanderloop. Well, how do you like that? It was here all along. My goodness, isn't that strange? And to think, if I'd found it here, I wouldn't have used the special delivery confirmation scope at the precise moment the Baron used his time machine. Well, I'm glad Ella got her present. What did her daddy send her? 
We might as well take a peek. Might as well? We'll see what was worth all the trouble. Why, look. It's a big canister of refreshing firehouse cocoa, all the way from England. It's the official cocoa drink of the British Armed Forces as well. That reminds me. I'm fresh out of firehouse cocoa myself. Get me another cup, Joe, before I get really angry. Mr. Cross is mad at me? He's drinking firehouse cocoa? And Veronica still doesn't know I'm alive. Ah, it's sure good to be back to normal. Joe, don't just stand there talking to yourself. Get me my cocoa and don't take your time either. No, Mr. Cross. I won't take my time. I won't be taking any more time. And so concludes another perilous episode in the heroic adventures of Captain Fearless, America's foremost wartime superhero. And remember, kiddies, what Captain Fearless always says. Always buy war bonds and victory stamps. Because the more you buy at home, the more you help our boys over there. We didn't start this gosh darn war, but we're going to finish it. The American way. The way to victory and peace the world over. Good night, everybody. Captain Fearless and the Time-Traveling Nazis of Doom was written by Frank Riley, directed by Mark Helton, and produced by Joe Blau, Mark Helton, and Frank Riley. Sound engineering and effects were provided by Joe Blau. Original music provided by Louis Palfrey. The cast included Spencer Stoner as Captain Fearless and his secret identity, Joe Buckley. Kirsty Harrison as Kendo Murtard. Brian Murphy as Baron Von Brains. Asher Killian as The Chiseler. Laura Landry as Veronica Vanderloo. Morrison James as the Diamond Store Clerk and Thomas Jefferson. Tyrus Rayner as Reuben Cross and Benjamin Franklin. Robert Niedermeyer as Harry and John Hancock. Remy Savard as Fergus Murtert. Carrie Hampton as Maggie Murtert. Joe Bly as Lincoln the Parrot and George the Guard. Tara Eon as the first Hessian soldier. Connor Howard as the second Hessian soldier. And I'm your announcer, Mark C. Helton. This episode of Captain Fearless was produced by KNVC 95.1 FM and 97 to Now Productions.